G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. So have you ever found yourself completely at the end of your tether? You just don't have anything left. You just don't know which way to turn or what to do. It's a desperate place, a confusing place, a fearful place, and a place where God is ready and waiting to touch you, to bless you, and to bring you peace. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to a different perspective as we take a look at living your life at the end of your tether. And please do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about a special booklet that I'd love to send you. It's called Victory Against Impossible Odds and it's all about helping you live in the victory that Jesus died and rose again to give you no matter what the world may throw at you. We get a lot of prayer requests at our ChristianityWorks.com website from people who are at the end of their tether. I'd like to share one of these with you today, anonymously of course, because my hunch is that there are so many people who are just struggling with this, who are at the end of their tethers. This is the prayer request that we received just recently from a woman. I just had an uncontrollable anger situation between my husband and our teenage son. My husband had come to visit and a heated argument started over our son's attitude to choices of sport and it resulted in a hard slap across my son's face. Then he left again in one of our cars whilst he'd lost his licence for drink driving. I feel so confused and sad and upset and unhappy. When is my husband going to control his anger? When is he going to control his drink? I'm so fed up. When are our three boys going to have a controllable, loving father? We've been separated so often now. I I know these boys are just so desperately wanting a happy and balanced, controllable family. Will you please pray that I keep falling and picking myself up? I just don't know what's going to happen this year. It's the anniversary of my dad's passing away. It's 12 months ago, and it's been so hard. I had an accident from falling off a horse, which left me immobile for the last six months. With all of this going on, no family, no support, barely any friends. I'm so lonely, I just don't know where I'd be without God. Please pray for us. This woman is at the end of her tether. She has nowhere to turn except God. And things are happening over and over again, like you can never break out. Like, you know that movie Groundhog Day? You can never escape, it'll never change. Here is this man who has a drinking problem and a problem with anger over and over again, back together, separated, back together, separated. The boys have argument. You know, it is so hard when we feel that we have problems that just keep repeating themselves and we can't break out of them. What's life look like at the end of your tether? What are the things that keep going round and round and over and over and over again? Kids or spouse or work or addictions or loneliness or fear or pain. So many people these days suffer from multiple alienations, not just one, but two or three at the same time. And it drives them to the edge. It drives them to the end of their tether. The Apostle Peter 
wrote a wonderful passage in one of his letters. If you have a Bible, you can go and look at it sometime. It's in the book 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. It's almost right at the end of the Bible. 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 7. He writes this. It's beautiful. Cast all your anxiety on God because he cares for you. Cast all your anxiety on God because he cares for you. Now, I always kind of thought of anxiety as being a a 20th century or a 21st century word, you know. It seems to be a symptom of the speed that we live life at, the technology, the pressure, the emails, the phone calls, the here and now. I always thought of anxiety like that. But here, 2,000 years ago, Peter the Apostle talks about anxiety. He talks about being at the end of your tether about being anxious and threatened and not being able to cope and just not being able to deal with any more. Stop the world, I want to get off, is what Peter was talking about here 2,000 years ago. I'm sure there were angry husbands. I'm sure there were drinking problems. I'm sure there were alienated teenagers. And on top of all that, he was writing at the time to a church that was being persecuted. In a brutal way, Christians were being killed for their faith. And he writes, cast all your anxiety on him. Why? Because he cares for you. My hunch is that when we are anxious, when we are at the end of our tether, when we are dealing with alcoholics and angry people and, and all these, these horrible things that happen in our relationships and our lives, the last thing we ever expect is that God cares for us. He seems to care for successful people. He seems to care for people that are doing well. You look at other people and you think, well, God's looking after them. They don't got a problem in their lives. Of course, the reality is we don't see the problems in their lives most of the time. And we look at our own little dung heap that we're scratching around in. We look at our own little lot and we think, well, where the heck is God for me? I actually sent this woman an email just the other day to encourage her and say, I personally will be praying for her husband. Because you know something? The Bible says... The prayer of a righteous man achieves much. I have an enormous faith in God. I believe that as I pray for this man, I don't know where he lives. I don't know what his name is. I don't know what he looks like. But I know that God does. I know that as I sit down in prayer and say, Father, I just pray for this man. I pray for this relationship. I know God can and will do mighty things. Whether you're at the end of your tether now or whether... This is something that you need to store away for the future. I'd ask you to let this simple truth sink into your soul. When you have no other options, when you have no other place to turn, when you just can't take it anymore, when the past just keeps repeating itself over and over again, when everybody else is turning against you, right at that point, Jesus Christ is standing next to you, waiting, supporting, believing and calling you calling you with the words, Come to me, all you who are heavily burdened, and I will give you rest. I'm lowly and humble of heart, and my yoke is light. Right at the point where you can't take any more, Jesus Christ is in that place with you to take the load off your back. That's his desire. He is a God of the practical. He is a God of grace. He is a God of love. He is a God that will reach each one of us at the lowest point, especially when we feel like God's looking after everyone else except us. If you are at the end of your tether, I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, I pray for each person here right now.
who, for whatever reason, whatever their circumstances, whatever is going on in their space, because of that, they are at the end of their tether. Jesus, you are a God who specialises in the end of the tether. You're a God who comes to meet us in those dark places. Put your arms around us to pour your spirit over us, to comfort us, to bind us up, to heal us, to lift us up, to give us a new life and give us a new hope. Lord, we believe that. We believe that you are a God of healing, a God of future, a God of grace. Father, I pray for each person who is at the end of their tether. Lord, I pray that you would pour your goodness and your grace and your peace and your comfort into their hearts right now. Father, I pray that in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would bring people around them to hold them close, to comfort them, to help them in the healing process. And I pray that right now, through the words that we've spoken together today, you give each person a sense of the wonderful future and destiny that you have planned for them. Father, I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Before we go, there's something really important that I'd like to share with you. As we're discovering in this series, life can be tough. Well, you didn't need me to tell you that. You already knew it because you've been there. And sometimes, let's face it, our circumstances seem completely impossible. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called Victory Over Impossible Odds, and it's full of life-changing practical Bible teaching to help you live in the victory that Jesus died and rose again to give you, no matter what life throws at you. You can request your free copy right now. Either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your free booklet straight out to you in the post. But this is the very last week that it'll be available, so please don't miss out. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.